You'll do it right to get your hands on tools you can count on and at lower prices. Lowe's does it right, too, with savings during Craftsman Days. Hurry in and take advantage of great deals like a Craftsman 20-volt Max 4-Tool Combo Kit featuring a drill, impact driver, reciprocating saw, and task light for just $149. And pick up a 17-inch gas string trimmer for only $129. Whatever projects are on your list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 6-5, U.S. only. Planning a getaway? Well, with the Capital One Venture Card, you earn unlimited double miles on any purchase you make today and every day. And those miles add up to get you closer to that trip to paradise. Every vanilla soy latte, double miles. Every time you pump gas, double miles. Even when you buy a set of monogram beach towels, yep, double miles. You earn unlimited double miles on every purchase, and then you go. The Capital One Venture Card, the card that takes you there. What's in your wallet? Capital One Bank USA NA. Sisters, get around. It's time for the sanctuary of sweet truth. Well, hello everyone. I am Billy Dees, and this is the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth podcast. As always, I have my co-host here, DJ Sugar Shane. What's up, Shane? Oh, doing good, man. How about yourself? I'm doing okay. And also with us is Jack Casey. What's going on? Hey, guys. Just uh, sitting here sweating to death, so we'll see how long this lasts. <laughs> yeah, this poor fellow. We don't. If y'all don't know this or not, we don't do this for money. We do this for, you know fun hobby and if it turned into something else that'd be great too but we do this because we enjoy doing what we do so we don't make no we don't have any big fun so dudes over there sitting in the apartment with no damn air 83 (laughs) degrees so we're going to start a gofundme for an air conditioning unit (laughs) really yeah i'm not really looking to double my electric bill though i mean that and there's like what maybe two more hot days of summer left it'd be kind of pointless i'd put it in the window and then have to take it back down in a week well, yeah. September can be hot. It yeah. has been known to be very hot. Yeah, honestly, so it's been a pretty people, mild summer up here. Some people thinking yeah. we're going to have a late fall that I've heard. Yeah, who knows? They, yeah. They're they're talking like a mild winter this year because of the uh, El Nino, I guess. Oh, yeah, it's always hail somebody. But <laughs> well, I, 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 was, I was reading the Farmer's Almanac uh not reading it. I was listening to the radio, and they was quoting the farmer's almanac. Take that back, and uh, they made the statement that they were expecting more rain this winter than snow. Yeah. So, which don't hurt my feelings any. Yeah. Uh, just to let everybody know that we are live twice a week, Monday and Thursday night at eleven p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Of course, you can check out any of the past shows on Spreaker, the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. And you can follow us on Twitter, real easy to find, at Sweet Truth Radio. You can live tweet us if you want. Of course, you can tweet us anytime with story ideas, questions, anything like that. Um, before the uh, before the show, we were talking a little bit. And before we get into the, into the meat of the show, which is going to be about John McCain and, and the surrounding issues around that, uh, but uh, as we've been mentioning, or at least I have over the past uh, couple weeks during this podcast, it seems like the craziness is is not letting up. There's just something yeah. going on, and you know, at any given time, I I never imagined. I was never a gamer. I, I for some reason, as as much as I've been involved in electronics and things like that over the years, I think you're a generation I, before all that started. I, I I never got bit by that bug. Right. And I've had friends who just are constantly, constantly well, screwing gets, around. It, it gets it gets worse as you go on up through the generations. Like I said, I think you're a generation before me, just yeah. a little bit. Not not that you're way older than me, but I think you're in that g- generational gap before me. Before that, by the time video games started coming out, you were already older and other you know and doing other stuff. 
Well, not necessarily that, but when they started getting popular, right. I would say. Like, the uh, the NES came out the year I was born, 1985. Um, I guess my, my dad was kind of an anomaly with this, because, you know, he was born in 1953, and uh, he got the original NES, uh, quote-unquote, for me and my sister, but he was the one who always played it. Um, and he was a gamer up until he died. Uh, he, really? Um, yeah, he didn't get to finish Skyrim, which is kind of sad, but uh, yeah, he had an Xbox 360 and everything. I started gaming with the Atari 2600. Really? Okay. I, I, I can remember, I'm a, like I said, I'm a little bit older than you guys. I, I can remember arcades, you know, after school were just enormous. I, I never felt the desire to go in there. And this was back in the days of uh, what was it, Pac-Man? This was probably the early '80s. Yeah, yeah, Pac- I played Pac-Man man. or whatever that was, and you know, I, I played it a few times. There was girls hanging out in the arcade, so all right, I'll play it a few times, you know. And uh, I, I just never got bit by that bug. And as, as as the years went on, I got friends who got these killer systems and in these. Uh, you know, all these things that you can do now, the golf simulators, all this really expensive stuff. I, I just never got into I, I don't know why. But anyway, what I was getting at is I never would have imagined that a video game tournament would turn into to a place where people are going to get murdered because of their ability to play video games. Right. And as you may know, in Jacksonville, that's exactly what happened. A gunman, and I, I, I generally try not to mention these guys' names, uh, but a gunman shot 12 people, and he killed two of them. And uh, Jack was saying earlier that you know he's 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 a big time gamer, and he's he follows this uh, this competition, I guess. And I did, I did um, run across the, the video with the. Uh, they they didn't show the the you know the the gunshot, but they did show the uh, the uh, laser pointer, which was on the guy's chest just before he got shot. Apparently, this uh, gunman uh, was upset because he lost some some video games. Yeah, it was. Uh, what uh, a, is it? What a, and, go ahead. I was going to say what it was is a uh, it was a regional Madden or Madden tournament. They have like uh, small tournaments all throughout the year, and then one big one at the end of the year with like all the winners, the various regions. And um, so this was the one in well, you know, Florida. Right. And uh, what happened was, well, the reason you didn't see the kid get shot was because the uh, the Twitch stream cut out right before the gunshot because okay. I think someone hit the computer or something or hit the camera. All right. Um, also, uh, it, this was a Madden tournament of all games, and uh, which really kind of surprises me because you know you always about that's once a year. Comp- there's it, heavy competition in that game. That's probably the biggest selling game of the year each year, just about or damn near it. It's a fight between that and Call of Duty. And, right? Um, yeah, Call of Duty is another big one. Yeah. I guess you could throw Counter Strike on the computer in there as well. But um, I just found it funny because people are like not in a haha way, but just a strange <laughs> way that it happens at a Madden, a football game instead yeah. of like you know a shooter type game right 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 right, right, right yeah and uh thing is like you know at least three four times a year the media has to like bring up like oh well you know violent video games make people violent when study after study has proven that this is like completely untrue i mean people who are gonna go shoot up different places it's not the video games it's that they were just kind of mentally fucked up in the first place but um Anyway, uh, but I, I mean, I just I kind of more expected this out of like a, a Call of Duty or a CS:GO tournament or something like that, not a football game. That's what I think is the most bizarre aspect of it. Yeah. Um. So this kid was a uh, he is kind of a semi well known uh, figure in the Madden esports, and uh, he went by the name Bread as his bread? username. Like yeah, bread. bread. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. And what apparently <laughs> happened. Was he? Um, <laughs> he was. He was in this uh, tournament and lost two games, including one against that the black dude who got shot like on the camera. And okay. so he goes out to his car, gets his gun, comes back in, spurgs out, and shoots the guy a bunch of times, and then started killing or shooting at other people, and then eventually turning the gun on himself. Damn. Um. 
So uh, reading through, apparently he had been hospitalized a few times and was on different antipsychotics and is, I guess, also said to be on the spectrum, although that hasn't been uh, confirmed. But um, one thing about the gaming community that I guess a lot of people who don't really pay attention to it don't really know is that there is a lot of toxicity in it. There are a lot of toxic people. I'm talking like developers who get death threats over, you know, quote-unquote ruining the game. Um, Gamers swatting each other, which is where you get a, you know, dox somebody's address and then get the SWAT team sent to their house hoping to get them shot. Um, And stuff like that. So honestly, I'm kind of surprised that something like this hasn't happened. Like, this is the first major incident of it. Do you believe that, and I'm just asking, I'm not insinuating this, but do you believe that because of the fact that these young people mostly uh, spend so much time doing these games, and some of them do them all day long, oh, I mean, yeah. all day long, constantly, that they are maladjusted? In a lot of cases, yes. Um, the real obsessive ones uh, generally do mm-hmm. tend to err toward you know the autism spectrum. Um, and uh, it said that uh, this kid was also homeschooled, so that's another way that he probably wasn't able to form social cues. But I mean, video games as a rule, yeah. And so you know they've gotten a little more mainstream in the past ten years. Uh, yeah. We're really kind of like a nerdy kid, you know, outcast type of hobby. Because you know, I remember when I was in. Um, elementary school through middle school in the mid-90s. I mean, people used to make fun of gamers for playing games a lot, and nowadays right. you don't really see that as much anymore. Yeah, I mean, you see the older generation kind of going like, uh, oh, you gotta put down the game and go outside, but that's really the extent of it. You don't see much bullying between, you know, peers of, say, around my well, age seems, or well, it seems like as each generation goes, the, the gamers are gaming longer and longer, too. They're like staying in front of TV all the time. Like didn't now, one of them like die me, I game, I game, but I don't. I can't game like all day, even without kids. I mean, don't even didn't, say it's the kids because even if I didn't have kids, I couldn't game all day. No, didn't didn't one of them die not too long ago? He had a blood clot in his leg or something. Yeah, from sitting too- that yeah. happens at least a couple times in uh in like Asian countries like uh, uh South Korea and Japan. Um, there was one guy at an internet cafe playing League of Legends who like died right at his desk and nobody noticed um, for about three hours because everybody else had their headphones on for Jesus. playing. Jesus. I can understand that. I can understand Jesus. that. He had been there for, um, I believe, like 37 to like 40 hours straight playing this game. And yes, it was a leg embolism from him sitting so long in the blood pooling. Damn. Um, it's not unheard of. I mean, it's not common, but it's something right, that, right. you know, three, four times a year you'll see like makes headlines. Um, I think another thing about it, too, is that games are getting increasingly portable. Yeah. So it used to be you had to have, like, your big uh, cathode ray tube TV and your Nintendo hooked up. And nowadays you can play on a laptop, a mobile phone, or the Nintendo Switch, which is one of the systems I have. You can take it out of the dock and take it anywhere with you, like a mobile gaming system. And uh, mobile games on phones are increasingly taking up more and more of the pie. Yeah. Uh, True. So I would I would say that people are playing more like playing games more because of the portability aspect, but there's also so much more choice out there now than there used to be. It used to just yeah. be you know Nintendo, Sega, and uh, PlayStation, and now everybody's kind of getting into the market. Yeah. Um, but I would say that you you generally do tend to see more socially maladjusted people in the pool of hardcore uh, gamers, and I mean I just base that on you know tweets I've seen. Um, you know, YouTuber videos, stuff like that. Um, so, and, but really, it's it's kind of like also with sports fans. I mean, the real hardcore sports fans, you know, you generally tend to see a little bit more aggression come out of them and all that, too. Yeah. But, um, yeah, social maladjustment, though. I would say that um, people who do play, you know, 10 to 12 hours a day probably do suffer a lot more from lack of social skills because they just don't get out and talk to people face to face. Even some Twitch streamers too say that you know, well in real life I'm real quiet and I don't really interact with anybody but you'll see them like on there cracking jokes and playing the game for you know the three or four hours yeah. they stream. So, Well I would take that a step further not only have I heard that about gaming but 
the fact that so many people are being brought up now with their their development socially being on social media. Oh yeah, and uh, they have such a hard time taking rejection and so forth in real life because you just can't put a, you know, uh, an angry face and something click on it. You know, you actually feel it. Well, that and, is one problem they're saying a, about increased I a, bullying. I had yeah. an idiot the other day tell me that uh, he said he's not for sure that we're actually losing our uh, communication skills. I looked at him and like, what world are you living in, dude? Yeah, yeah. I mean. Going to and from the parking lot at work, everybody's toting the phone. They ain't stopping to say, hey, how you doing? Good morning. Fuck you or nothing. It's just no communication skills at all. Just keep on trucking. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, we've lost it. We've lost a lot of it. An argument could be made for higher rates of social maladjustment because people stay behind their screens and don't really talk to each other face-to-face as much anymore. Right. And um, another problem that brings in, too, is like with kids getting bullied in high school. And my mom's a counselor. She sees this all the time. Um, what happens is it used to be that you just kind of got your ass kicked and got shoved in a locker at school. Yeah. And then you went home. And all the bullies could fuck off and you didn't have to deal with them for the rest of the day. You could kind of cool down. And kind of, you know... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, nowadays, with, you know, so much social media, you know, ubiquitous everywhere. Yeah, it's all the time. You don't get a break from it. So, right. the second you get home, you log on to your social media, and you got people, you know, treating you like shit on there, and it just, it builds and builds and festers. And I think that's another reason a lot of younger people, um, you know, my uh, generation and younger, especially younger than me, kind of get more and more socially maladjusted and shut themselves off to the world. Yeah. Because you yeah. can't escape it. Yeah, but if you're not on social media, you're not connected with everybody. Yeah. So it's a weird little catch-22. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So, all right. Well, yeah, I, can, I can talk right. about millennial stuff all day, but uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. That's actually a good thing, you know. Um, I, and I would say, I would pretty much agree with you in essence about video games not necessarily being directly responsible for promoting violence or i would say there's a different level when you're actually engaging in it it's a little bit different than watching a violent movie um but i I would say this and coming from the the music background and music promotion in my early days i can tell you that music heroes and that would include modern day rap artists um, and in my day, it was the the you know the druggy rock and roller, because of the fact that they are real people, and because of the fact that they are held up as heroes, they very much, to some degree, with some young men in particular, become an influence. I, and I I I don't know that there's too much going to shake me off of that because I witnessed it. Okay, I, I grew up in a, in, a, in a generation that you know how cool you were how much of a man you were was your ability to survive a night of drunk and booze and drugs binging if you could survive that yeah then you were a man well that didn't necessarily end with you i mean i don't consider myself a millennial because i don't like the mainstream definition of it i consider a millennial as somebody who grew up from infancy to being in a world where internet and social media was ubiquitous whereas i remember a world without it yeah where like i didn't have my first computer till i was in like eighth grade we didn't have the internet until i was in like 10th grade and um so and really it's just kind of a passing the torch along to different kinds of media as to how they influence people and all that you know like uh like look at the guy who shot john lennon he was inspired by catcher in the rye which was a book Right. I mean, people have been inspired by one form of yeah. media or another all the You're way right. back to cave paintings. You're right. You can't but, blame um, it just on video games, because if you didn't have video games, they'd get it elsewhere. And here's one interesting thing. There was a study I read not too long ago um, where they said that uh, maybe violent video games might decrease aggression, because in a lot of like normal people who aren't, you know, psychos, I guess... <laughs> Uh, yeah, it releases the stress. Yeah. It releases a lot of stress. Well, yeah. So in a way, it's almost kind of therapeutic as long as you don't have screws loose. I believe yeah. that because I've been uptight sometimes. And I'll be like going in there to play a game. Daddy be, my son will be like, what are you doing? Daddy's going to release some stress. I'm going to go shoot people. And I'll play Call of Duty. And I'll play Call of Duty, you know, just to try to get, you know, get my mind off of stuff. 
but I don't make me want to get a gun and go out and really kill somebody. I ain't that yeah. stupid. I'm not, you yeah. know, no, my mind ain't twisted. Yeah. I don't know what it takes to build a mind like that. I couldn't even imagine. I couldn't even imagine yeah. what your thought process is. Well, it's almost uh, kind of alien, if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, it's got to be. I mean, even if you look at pictures yeah. of some of these spree shooters, I mean, a lot of them, there's nothing in the eyes. Those oh, are no. dead shark eyes. Yeah, they're, 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 um, they're, they're soulless individuals. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's yeah. kind of bizarre if you look through it, like a slideshow. ways. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's kind of my take on it. It's more of a passing the torch thing. It's just, you know, it, it gets easy views in the media and easy clicks on media websites to come out with that video games or the devil and turning young men and women violent thing. You know, every three or four months they run out of, you know, anything else to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I like I said, it might be overblown, but I, I, I would say when it comes to real individuals... When you have you know people that uh, people that are you know performers or what have you, they're idolized by young people and they're getting arrested. They're they're doing this that, and the other thing. They're setting this up as to be cool. This is how you behave, and and that's really nothing new. You know people complain about that with the hip hop community, but this is going back years. Oh yeah, it goes back further. Jazz got a bad rap because of it. Yeah, jazz and, started uh, off with a real bad rap because of the environment. People would get to drinking and carrying on. Yeah, my mom was a therapist working with uh, adolescents and um, you know younger kids when Kurt Wayne uh, killed himself. Yeah, and um, she had two or three clients either commit suicide or like attempt it, oh, like shortly after he killed himself. Oh, I mean, I yeah, bet. famous figures, no matter music or actor yeah, or writer or whatever, have yeah. quite an ebb of influence. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's I ain't different when you have myself because of no damn star. I can tell you that. Well, that's good. And let's hope there's more. Yeah, I know, and I'm no, I'm not knocking anybody that you know does to a degree, but that's just I don't, I can't put my, I can't wrap my head around that. Well, in yeah. a lot of ways, if you're already suicidal, then the next thing, like say a pop star that you yeah. liked or a writer you liked, is just going to be the last thing that gives you an excuse to off yourself. Right. Yeah. And that, that's becoming such a big problem, and it's so sad. Yeah. It seems like everything is a trigger to, you know, cause a wave of suicides. And I, I don't recall, I mean, that happened. There was somebody who committed suicide when I was in high school. And that was shocking at the time for us because, you know, that happened so rarely. And, and now it seems like it's all the time. Yeah. Well, I think the copycat phenomenon and... um the fact that you hear more about you know random shootings across you know everywhere else is more of an effect of our increased interconnectedness yeah because you know you didn't generally say living in cleveland get all the news for los angeles right at your fingertips every day up until the internet got popular Mm -hmm. so i mean i think these things have always existed but have always been you know maybe a little more covered up like uh, since we're all so much more public now yeah yeah, I, there's an element of truth to that. One of the yeah. ways that one of the things that I always bring up is it's like a plane crash. You know, uh, the, the, there's no question that being involved in a mass shooting statistically is very unlikely. Being involved in a plane crash is very unlikely. But when they happen, they they get such spectacular coverage that um, you know, they, you know they, they they're they're held up in, in a lot of people's in their impression is that hey, you know, they're happening all. Well, it's happening about every six weeks now, Billy. Oh, I know. Oh, I know that absolutely. Yeah, it's about. I mean, every, I'm, it's, I'm, and I'm not saying that the media sensationalize it. You know, whatever a little bit. Maybe that may be the case. But I'm just saying that you know, well, it, 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 if it happened it, it, once a year, and it you know, and it was all that, that'd be one thing. But it's happening like every six weeks, man. Well, I, my point is this, though, Shane: the, the regular street violence. If you could take a um, you know a weekend out of uh, Chicago, take a weekend out of Detroit, they're everyday occurrences. But because of the fact that they happen in in, in you know uh, everyday crime, <laughs> right? It, it's it's not as as, as exciting as, as a lone gunman just running into a mall somewhere. And I hate to do this show this way, but I want to do this to prove a point. Today's August the twenty seventh, correct? Yep. Yeah. The next time we hear of a shooting like that, a mass shooting where somebody goes nuts and decides to do some dumb shit, we'll mark the date and see how long it is between the days. Well, one thing, too, is the... And I hate to say that. It's just the way it is. It's it's just gone crazy. 
Absolutely it is. I'll I'm be surprised if we hit 30 days. I'll be surprised if we hit 30 days. I'll be honest well, another, another thing, too, is the splitting of hairs as to how these, like, um, these incidents are defined by the media and how they're covered. Um, take, for existence, or example, like school shootings. You'll see this commonly used statistic that there's like a school shooting like every three days or something like that. Well, it's not necessarily that a spree killer is going through a school and offing his classmates every right. three days. But what they do is they count every single instance of, say, uh, two kids getting into a fight or there's a shooting like maybe a mile off of campus. And yeah. then they, they call it a school shooting. Right. And that's another reason that, you know, these statistics, you really got to kind of look at no, them. Go, no, that's going to have around. It'll have to be a real shooting, like somebody got killed and whatnot, like, like what happened today. And it, somebody went nuts. And we're going to mark the days. Today's August 27th. I'm going to see how many days it takes. And I hate to say that. But I'm just proving a point that this damn world's went fucking nuts. Oh, I've been saying that all along. It's went see, fucking crazy. I don't think it's gotten much more nuts. Oh, really? No, it's gotten it's a just... lot more, more nuts, dude. I mean, I ain't trying to be mean. <laughs> I ain't trying to just disagree with you, dude. But I'm 43 fucking years old. And I can go back to when I was like 15 and 16. There wasn't none of this bullshit going on. None. I'm not talking about every now and then. I'm talking about fucking none. I don't know of any goddamn school shootings when I was young. None. Yeah. I, I, I mean, not any. There were actually several big ones back in the 70s. Well, yeah. They yeah, just weren't covered yeah. like they were today. Well, yeah, and I know you had the Kent State deal went down there. But no, I'm not counting that. Counting that. Different. Yeah. I don't count that. But I'm just saying, but you had that and whatnot, and whatever the case may be, we had that shit go down. Yeah, you had it. But it wasn't like this every six weeks. That wasn't none of that bullshit, man. I mean, you would have one. It'd go years Years before you hear any more of that kind of shit. Nowadays, it's like fucking, you're good for six to ten, easy, a year of some kind, if not more. It wasn't like that. No. Yeah. Hell no, it wasn't like that. Well, it's it's a little it, it's a little above. What you do have is you have a society that's, you know, eroding beneath our feet. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. More, more, you have more and more bizarre crimes, and we're just not talking about shootings. But th- there's been some things that I've mentioned on these podcasts with people, you know, people killing their children and all this other stuff yeah. that, by and large, did not happen that much 25 years ago. Like no. it does now. And uh, and now you have a media, and this is where I totally uh, agree with Jack. You have a media that sens- sensationalizes all these things. Oh yeah, I agree. And, and they're 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 in the uh, the twenty four hour news cycle for three and four days. Okay, and um, I, it's it's coming to the point now where you know kind of what we're talking about the, the violence in the video games, and we're, and we're talking about some of the bad behaving celebrities. We now are creating these these dark anti heroes for for these for these young people to look up to. These people that want to go out in a blaze of glory and take as many people as possible with them. That's one of the reasons why I don't mention these characters' names. Right, right. Oh, I'm calling that kid who shot up the Madden tournament bitch boy because he lost a game and decided to shoot people because he lost yeah. the game. Did he get arrested? But, um, or did he? He killed himself. Oh, he did? Um, That's what anyway, I was about to say. I figured he probably did. See, the way I kind of look at it, though, is like from your guys' generation, like the years then, like coming up to the modern era, I kind of look at it as zooming out from an impressionist painting so that you're slowly seeing more and more of like the big picture whereas like you know your guys' uh, smaller patches of the said painting would have been your local community maybe your state because um, the whole country wasn't covered and it wasn't instantaneous back when you guys were young and back when I was young too if you think about it like CNN wasn't even a thing until I think I was 11 or 12 years old Right, right. so what it is is people are seeing more like the whole painting and seeing the whole world and I assuming that, that everything is getting more and more localized and I think and that's why I kind of disagree with this this shit never happened I mean um I there have always been family agree. annihilators there's always been people who have gone yeah. nuts and shot three or four people or oh, whatever yeah, you, like you've, yeah you've always had that I mean, it's just, look at the, wild the only reason it's there the only reason it seems seen. more frequent is because there's a worldwide or a countrywide scope on things rather than a microscope around, say, your local u- newspaper, your local communities back in the day. See, I agree so, with in you fact, since the 90s, crime has gone down. 
and murder rates and all that have gone down. It's just when people like focus on you know the bad, it just it seems like it happens more and more. When really in truth, it's either gotten steady or declined. Well, that's uh, what that's what was my, where my analogy came in of the plane crash. Yeah, you know, you know, plane crashes are talked about for days on end after they happen, but they're they're not you know the norm of what happens you know in the flight industry, and there's that going on. But I I, I would. Like I said, I'm kind of in the middle on this because your analogy of, well, it was local. Okay. I, I can tell you that growing up in, let's say, 10 years of school from first grade through the 10th grade, I don't recall in in my local community, you know, I, I, I grew up in a very metropolitan community. I, I, don't, grew, I, I don't recall growing up in, in this area of, let's say, 50 or 100 square miles kids routinely killing themselves no okay and 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 now where where i'm from you know not 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 too far from here in perry there was a whole slew of them i'm not even exactly sure how many they were but there was like three or four right in a row there was one billy the statistic of of teen suicide and all that is something that has gone up in the past um, yeah i don't remember remember having one that killed herself in my senior class yeah. I can recall. I know of a couple that died in car it, it, it wasn't. It wasn't just Perry. There was a, there, were, there was Perry, and there was a couple surrounding school districts uh, that had a whole had a whole slew of them within the last year, year and a half. Um, and uh, here again, and that was ten years in grade school. I don't. Re- I can't recall one in this area. It wasn't until I, I got in high school, and I, I remember this this kid that was in high school killed himself. Um, I don't remember if he was an exchange student or if if he was just of Japanese descent, but he got caught doing something stupid. It was was something like shoplifting or something like that. And he was so afraid of shaming his parents that he killed himself. Yeah. And um, that's the first one that I can recall, um, you know, of my youth. And there's kids today that can name off between – between the suicides and the heroin overdoses, they can name off like thirty or forty of them that they've known. Yeah, yeah. We had three suicides when I was in high school, and it's actually been heroin and other drugs that have killed most of the people that I grew up right, with. Which right. really I kind of yeah. classify as slow suicide if you think about it. Yeah. But um, yeah. No, Billy, you are right. That the uh, like cluster suicides and all that uh, since social media has gotten popular have gone up. I mean that is a thing. Um. But I'm just saying, like, shootings and general violence yeah, I'm uh, with you as on a trend that. has steadily thing, declined. The only thing I will disagree with you on is that, and, and not totally disagree, I see where you're coming from. We're talking about back in our day, it was locally, you know, more generated as a kid and whatever. But the reason why I disagree with that to a degree is word of mouth travels fast. And to prove my point, when JFK got shot, that was big mainline news. The whole country knew about it within minutes. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you had AP wires and stuff. Right. So that's what. Well, I'm you saying. also if didn't have the law. If something major happened, like a big time school shooting in the fifties and the sixties and whatnot, it would have been on the damn news. It would have yeah. made it would have made mainstream fucking news. I'm telling you because it wasn't it was unheard of. It would have. Yeah. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It would have been made on made news. Well, news. The, the, the JFK assassination was so enormous that uh, it, it actually put TV on the map. It put TV news on the map. A lot, a lot of people don't realize that. I can TV agree with news, that. TV, TV news was considered kind of a, a novelty. The real news, the real journalists, were on the radio. And during that assassination and and the coverage that followed the shooting of Oswald and so forth, there were there were TV news, uh, uh, radio news guys, watching the TV monitors with the TV guys, and that's when a lot of them knew it was over. Oh, they, wow. they knew that, that that something had something had because the country was transfixed by that television. And oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, but you're right. Back then. Um, if you watch some of the uh, the original tape of that coverage, it was very disorganized compared to what you have today. I mean, there there were people on on TV that had two phones, you know, one on each side of their head, with a cigarette hanging out of their mouth, talking to somebody else off camera. Did you get that right? Have we confirmed that? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, so so that's how uh, you know crazy it was back then. 
But anyway, we've gotten way. I didn't want to go way into that, but yeah, it was a good conversation. That's fine. Good, that's good. good conversation and some very good points on all on all sides. I, you know, a lot of times when when you get into discussions, well, does it more now or is it being publicized more? Sometimes it's a little of both. And I'm I'm not sure sometimes if the publicity around these things doesn't feed the occurrences to happen more than what they should be happening. You know, right. so you, you you know is art influencing life or is life in, influencing art? You know, it's kind of one of those old arguments. And in this it's case, nature- news, yeah, not not art, but anyway, it's like the nature versus nurture argument. Yeah. yeah. So um, get, we we can't uh, uh, get off of here without talking about uh, John McCain. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me just preface this a little bit. I'm I, I'm not a partisan, as as I've often said on this uh, podcast. I'm not a partisan at all. But I have to respect John McCain's service to this country, oh, and yeah. I've known I've, I've known a lot of Vietnam veterans. I've known I, back in the day. Unfortunately, they're dying off now. But I knew a lot of World War II veterans, and um, some people may or may not know the the, the and I don't. I'm not going to present all the details, but a long story short, John McCain was a was a pilot. He was shot down over Vietnam. He landed in this lake. The ejection and the landing uh, broke his arms, and I, I believe his knee or something. I think um, he snapped his shins. He was he was uh, taken he was taken in uh, and uh, with with those broken bones, and he was tortured. And he was he he was likely going to be left to die. But what happened was is they found out that his father was an admiral in the navy. So they you know they said, well, you know what? Maybe we can use this guy as a bar- bargaining chip. So they they put him in a regular hospital, and uh, you know they they made him survive. I don't know if he got proper medical care or not, but he he he, he you know his his wounds healed and he survived. And at some point. Um, it, they they did make a deal, and they were going to uh, give him back uh, to to the United States, but he refused to go because he couldn't leave his men behind. He uh, the, the guys that were in the prison with him, wow. he couldn't leave them behind. That's loyalty right there. So his punishment for that was to get tortured more. And then, and if you noticed, he if you watched uh, tapes of John McCain, he couldn't lift his arms up very high. Mm. Uh, he, he looked very stiff in the shoulders. And and what they did was they pulled his arms out of his sockets. Oh God! Okay. And uh, he eventually broke. And he said it was one of the worst things that he ever felt that he did. He broke and, and you know made the comment into the camera that. Uh, I don't know something about you know the, the Vietnam War should end something like that, something that he felt very badly about. I, I don't imagine that too many people, especially since he 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 didn't go back when he could. I don't know that there's too many people that would fault him for that. And quite no. frankly, I don't know I don't know why we put so much emphasis on that because anytime a soldier does that when they're a captive, you know it's under duress. Yeah, you know. Um, and unfortunately, he's had critics. Uh, I think the Vietnam it. War should have ended. I don't think it should have ever even began. Yeah, but that doesn't uh, but make it, the so, but that but that doesn't make the soldiers' service no less. Right, exactly. But anyhow, g- getting back to that, um, he, he's had. I, I don't know who could possibly criticize anybody that survived something like that for anything that they did to survive. Okay. Uh, so he got back uh, to the United States, and of course he uh, went on to uh, start a political career, and that happened slowly. He, re- he originally was a, a naval advisor, I believe, to the, to Congress, and uh, then he went on uh, to get into politics himself. Uh, very much known for, even though he was a partisan, he was a Republican, and he often stood up for Republicans. He would, if he felt the, the betterment of the policy. Uh, was to uh, work across party lines, he would do so. He worked with John Kerry, fellow uh, uh, Vietnam veteran, uh, Democrat on, on a number of issues regarding uh, the Vietnam War, veterans, etc. Uh, there was a number of things that he did stre- stretching across party lines. Uh, and uh, I, the, probably the most famous tape that you're noticing over the last few days is when he was campaigning in 2008. And an audience member, you know, made this uh, insinuation that uh, uh, Barack Obama wasn't, a, uh, you know, a good man because he was a foreigner or they something. They called him a Muslim. 
We called okay. him a Muslim. Yeah. Oh, it's actually was, Arab is what he, they yeah, called him. Yeah, called him an Arab. Yeah. Arab. Okay. And and, and uh, John McCain made a point of saying that he was a citizen, and he you know he he was he was you know a good man, and this had nothing to do with any of that. This had to do about him having different ideas on policy. Yeah. And that is, and when you consider what is happening now, it's amazing to me that we have turned literally 180 degrees around from that. That was one of it's the quotes. Like we, he, uh, we have gone the entire opposite direction. Oh, yeah. From oh, that. It was a bipartisan. He was the last unicorn when he died on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, I'll throw this out there to kind of get your guys' opinion on this. Uh, you know, there was some controversy over the weekend because uh, Donald Trump uh, saying anything good in, in 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 respect to John McCain, his memory, or anything like that was like pulling teeth. Yeah, I don't have okay. much use for that shit. And uh, the whole thing about the flag, you know, the, there's a bunch of arguments on, on about technically how many days you're supposed to give a senator versus this or that or the other thing, and he got his two days. And, I, and uh, the fact of the matter is it, it has been everybody else in, in, in Washington is flying that flag until he gets in the ground. Okay. Yeah. That's I believe under of, the flag code, that's the standard. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, that's uh, uh, that's just BS, man. He should have had that damn flag at half mass day. And, and, and the White House was the only <laughs> was the yeah. only uh, uh, building that ran it up. Yeah, and uh, uh, and here again, this uh, there's people are going to say that code is this and that for a senator, this and that for a congressman. Look, the bottom line is is every building in Washington because of this man was such a monumental figure. Is 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 you know waiting until his internment is done, right. and what's the point of going against that? The one building in Washington who wasn't do, wasn't doing it was the White House, and after pressure, they back they they brought it back down. Because hmm. Trump is a petty, petulant little man. Yeah, and then a lot of people are speculating it was because of the fact that you know Trump and the Republicans tried to dismantle what was called Obamacare, but it's actually the you know the Affordable Care Act. Um, that uh, you know McCain was the deciding vote and not mm-hmm. completely dismantling it. That was my favorite Maverick moment right there. Is the video of him walking up and you can see Mitch McConnell, the yeah. turtle. Yeah. You know, all smug looking and like, oh yeah, we're gonna ruin this Obama policy, and then McCain's mm-hmm. thumb just goes down, and you <laughs> see his face just completely fall, and all the other like congressmen reacting yeah. to it. One of my favorite things ever on the internet. Yeah. Um, personally, I disagreed with probably about eighty-five to ninety percent of the policies that John McCain would push. I did not like his support for the Iraq War, but he wasn't really by himself on that either. There are a lot yeah. of others to blame, but I do have to respect that he really did believe in his country he really did love his country and he was one of the few who would reach across the aisle even up until now when we've got yeah. more contentious yeah he was one that was willing to compromise you know he was willing to you know let's work together type shit not every not the one party standing up and the other party standing up so you know with their ch- chest out trying to be the boy only one's right and that's what we've come down to i mean i'm a like. huge obama fanboy but it really makes me sad that john mccain's um reputation was tainted as badly as it was by having Sarah Palin run with him in 2008. Yeah. I thought that was a real shame because the man really did seem to have integrity. As I said, I disagreed with him about 80% of the time. But I mean, I can respect somebody doing something coming from the heart for the most part rather than But you know his intentions are right. You know his intentions are right. His intentions are for the good of the country. That's That's something I've always felt whether I agreed or disagreed with him. I didn't always agree with him either. But I knew where he was coming from, and I knew he thought that was what was best for the country. He wouldn't, you know, that's just, he had that kind of, he was a stand-up kind of guy. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we lost a great guy in politics, people. He died on my birthday. Yeah. Oh, really? That's a really shitty birthday gift. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I have nothing ill to say of the man. You know, I may rest in peace. But uh, yeah, Donald Trump not flying that flag that really store that really stuck sto- stuck sore with me. Yeah. I, Donald Trump I, also was disinvited from the funeral. Good, because I just have no use for him. I know him and McCain didn't have, see eye to eye. And Trump's already said shit about McCain that I disagree with already. 
but then yeah. to do this, not really. That's just a that's a childish asshole move. Oh, you know what that motherfucker said during the campaign? <laughs> Tell me what that motherfucker said. He said that saying. he preferred having soldiers who didn't get captured. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Quote, yeah, yeah. Well, this know, that, son of a bitch wouldn't even go with the military. Yeah, exactly. You got a bone spur on my foot there. What's yeah. that cadet bone spurs? Like, you won't yeah. go, but you're going to diss a guy who stayed around. I mean, it's you know, I don't really military worship, but it's... You're gonna diss a guy who went over voluntarily, who is also from a richer family. Yeah, and you're gonna say shit like that. I mean, it's it. Yeah, he could have went any way he mind. wanted to. He didn't even have to go in politics. He could have done anything. Mm-hmm. Because his family had money, he could have done whatever. But he chose to. He chose that field. He chose to try to help people. Yeah. You know? So I mean, yeah, I admired a man. Yeah, his um, his wife, I guess, is worth a mountain of money. Yeah, yeah. From what I understand, um, but uh, that's uh, neither here nor there. Uh, but yeah, I would totally agree. He was a uh, um, you know a good man, and uh, I have the the um, the thing here about the flag. This is uh, this is on the NBC News website. According to the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, the flag is to be flown at half staff at all federal buildings, grounds, and naval vessels in the Washington, D.C. area on the day and the day after the death of a United States senator, representative, territorial delegate, or the resident commissioner from the Commonwealth of Puerto Rico, which means, I guess that's two days, um, but my whole point in, 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 in this is that the entire country certainly all of washington dc was totally behind the flags flying at half staff oh, until yeah. he was in turn and and the the symbolism behind that was and 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 a sign of unity and a sign of respect for for such a, a public servant that he still being the white house had to be the only guy that ran the pole, the flag back up hey finally got and especially in the context day. Especially in the context of uh, all, all the, the 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 unwillingness to utter one good word about him, he sent a weak little condolences tweet like yeah. yesterday or something. A tweet. Did. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, all the flags around here are still half mast. Um, well, yeah, at least uh, here in Ravenna. He sent a tweet. Yes, uh, damn, he is a fucking. Yeah, he sent tweet. a tweet saying he had condolences for the family or whatever. It was fucking. Idiot it was kind of like watching a little kid who like hits his sister, and then you tell him to apologize, and the kid's just kind of like, "Oh, well, I'm sorry," and he's shitty about it. But you know, you know, that's not a real apology. I mean, that's kind of how I read that tweet. Uh, and if you're yeah. a diehard Donald Trump supporter, I don't mean to offend you, but at the same time, I really don't give a shit. Because the fact of the matter is, to not fly that flag at half-mast for this man that was tortured for his country during wartime, served his country, and did everything he could to benefit his country. Because y'all got a little squabble when he was alive, and not to raise the flag at half-mast should have been done. You want to know when I think it should have been done? When they announced he was dead. When they announced he was dead, he should have said, hey, get that flag at half-mast. That should have been how quick it fucking went. Yeah. I know we're running late, but um, I just want to say uh, I was listening to NPR today while I was driving around, and he was being interviewed about his opposition to torture and waterboarding and all that. Yeah, yeah. And how you don't get accurate information. And he said that at one point when they were trying to beat names out of him, like of the commanders and people like that around Vietnam, he ended up giving him the uh, the starting lineup of the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, the Viet Cong like knew who any of these people were, but uh, yeah, that was. And he said that that was one of his main examples of why torture doesn't work is because I mean, it's like that uh, that quote from Reservoir Dogs, where uh, one of the gangsters says, "You know, you can beat a man all day until he tells you that he started the Chicago fire." Doesn't really make it true, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just yeah, they can tell you anything, you know, make it believable when you're in that kind of damn pain. Yeah, yeah, his opposition and the fact that he was one of the only Republicans to oppose, you know, that horrible stuff like waterboarding and all that was another reason I gained a lot of respect for him. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. you know, uh, he, when he felt he needed to put his money where his mouth is, like, he did it. And that's a very rare quality 
and really yeah. any politician nowadays. Yes, it is. Well, like you said, we ran a little over. I uh, didn't get to some of the stories we had lined up, but that's okay. It was a good discussion. Good uh, show. It's always going to yeah, happen yeah, when yeah. you get all three of us on here. Yeah, and uh, we brought up some good points. And I, you know, getting back to the, you know, to the talking about how, you know, how the violence has has ebbed and flowed. Over, I think, I think, you know, I think there's a lot of good points on both sides. Yeah. Um, I think everybody made made some really good points. We kind of, if you, if those listening do have any comments or questions or anything about that or anything that we talked about on today's show be sure to tweet us and here again you can find us on twitter at sweet truth radio we will be on again live thursday night at 11 p.m eastern standard time and of course you can check out any of our podcasts in the uh, in the playlist on our spreaker account and here again that's sweet truth radio um tomorrow night uh shane and his crew and that includes jack casey and uh uh also, uh, Eagle Scout and Tony the Tiger, they will all be on uh, the show called, uh, is it these or those layman's terms? I always get in, that confused. In, in these layman's terms. In these layman's terms. That's tomorrow night. Be here? That's, I'm going to try to be. Okay. Yeah, if I can. Okay. Uh, and that begins at what, 8 p.m.? Yeah, Eastern Time. 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, you guys got anything to say in closing? Nothing but hey, y'all be safe. If you lose a video game, don't go ape shit. At least stop and count to a hundred. Whatever it takes for you f- to not want to do something stupid. Yeah. Just remember, guys, broken controllers are replaceable, but human lives are not. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. And yeah. uh, th- <laughs> go ahead. I was just going to say I wanted to thank Jack uh, for coming on. He's always, uh, you know, always adds a certain something, and I'm glad to have him. Yeah, I yeah. try. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I I'll pop on whenever you want me around. So I know you want us to. I know you want us to get off here because you need to cut that fan back off. <laughs> you know, honestly, it's He's been kind of cooling burning. down. It's been kind of cooling down a little bit in here. Like I'm actually getting a down breeze through my window right now. So yeah, down to eighty one. <laughs> Every now and then, I have to pour a glass of water on myself because I start to catch fire. But you know. <laughs> You got you got you want to get your little little sack of stones over there. You can just pour the water over and start steaming. Now I'm just gonna go uh, take all the food out of my fridge and crawl in there for the rest of the night. Oh, there you go. There's no way my fat ass won't break that. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, we'll be back here Thursday night at eleven o'clock. Y'all have a good one. You too, guys. Thanks. You'll do it right to get your hands on tools you can count on and at lower prices. Lowe's does it right, too, with savings during Craftsman Days. Hurry in and take advantage of great deals, like a Craftsman 20-volt Max 4-Tool Combo Kit featuring a drill, impact driver, reciprocating saw, and task light for just $149. And pick up a 17-inch gas string trimmer for only $129. Whatever projects are on your list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 6-5, U.S. only. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.